Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and today you found the Michigan Corners, and today we found Ashley Willis, CEO of Michigan Premier Events. Ashley, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me, Vic. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, you know, you and I work together on a little project called Strikeout Baseball, so we've been awfully busy with John Smoltz and all the other people trying to do something really cool in the greater Lansing area. But today, I wanted to get together and learn more about what Michigan Premier Events is. So tell us kind of the elevator speech of what that is. Yeah, absolutely. So Michigan Premier Events, we're a full-service, award-winning association, corporate and government event management company right here in Michigan. We're right in the heart of Michigan, right in the capital city. We're located right in the Boji Tower on the 14th floor. And so what we do is we do a lot of event management for associations, for corporate events, for government-type events. And we've been doing this for several years now. We are statewide. We do it nationally, internationally. And so we do a lot of assistance with board meetings, a lot of strategic logistics when it comes to program development, when it comes to events, especially for the community, and especially during the pandemic. The pandemic really took a toll. But we do a lot of community-oriented events as well. We love getting people together, and our mission is to make sure events are smooth sailing. So... People who are for that business, they can network with their key stakeholders. They don't have to worry about anything. We manage all of the vendors and make sure their events, meetings, and programs are well put together. Well, wow. It sounds like you do it all. I can't wait to unpack this, Ashley, because I think there's so much that you have to offer. And I want to make sure all of our listeners have a chance to understand all that you do. It's interesting that you talk about events because over my career, I've been involved with a variety of different events, some literally great, big, huge staging things all the way down to, you know, just board meetings that need to go right. But I sometimes get people that get frustrated with me because I want it perfect. And I said, no, 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 don't confuse perfect with excellent. We shoot for perfection and settle for excellence. So I think you got to agree in your world, there's no such thing as everything went perfectly. If it is, it's kind of a rare event. But your job is to make sure none of us folks find out all the challenges you had to make it look so perfect, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I have to say there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes that we make sure are getting taken care of and that, that we're thinking really fast for, you know, if there's another option we have to choose. Yeah. You know, we do that, rough. So yeah, absolutely. No event is perfect, but we're behind the scenes making sure attendees look, you know, <laughs> make it seem perfect. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, and so actually when you think about this, we're going to get in some deep questions in terms of all that you do, but I want to make sure I understand how you got here. So is this something that you maybe grew up and witnessed and thought that was cool? Or what's the inspiration for somebody like you? Are you the founder of this company as well? Yep. So also the founder of the company. And so really start out, I have this creative side. You know, growing up, I've always had this, you know, I'm an artist. I've had these creative ways of, you know, being an artist, photography, had did a lot of art booths as well. And so that was kind of my hobby is what I've done. I was an athlete. I was really involved, you know, in high school with a lot of the extracurricular activities, but a part of a lot of organizations. In college, I went to school for nursing. And once I took physiology, I realized it's not my cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) There, Check that one off the list, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, right. So then I, you know, switched my major to business where I kind of learned all of the business side of things. And it's kind of funny because back then, you know, the popular careers were to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, you know, in all those different sectors. And now one of the popular industries is being a business owner and being in business, but took courses for that and got degrees and 
Also got some scholarships, went to LCC, went to MSU. And then from there, I still did my creative side of art, sold things, used my business degree for that. But then I also worked in banking as well. So I worked for Comerica Bank for a little bit just to learn the business side of banking, loans. That kind of helped me educate myself there. Got married. Me and my husband had our first child. I realized, you know, I kind of want to be home with my child. So, you know, my husband thankfully allowed me to do so. And while I was doing that, I realized, well, let's keep pursuing my hobby and, you know, doing photography, which really kicked off. And then also continuing my love for making like floral arrangements. I made a lot of those synthetic floral arrangements that look real and sold those to different like companies. So they like to have that, you know, in their office space. They like to have that for their events. And I know like LCC was one of my clients for that. And if you probably go to LCC today and sit at one of those tables at an event, probably see one of our floral arrangements from the past. (laughs) You just never Um, know where you're going to pop up along the way. I think that's so cool. Well, actually, you know, part of what's so exciting about this is to have your creative side combined with your event planning and event capabilities. Mm -hmm. So it's such a perfect fit. And you're a great fit to be here on the Michigan Corner Show, right here on the Michigan Business Network. We're going to be talking about all things, meetings, events, festivals, and tourism on the Great Lakes State. That's what the Michigan Corners is all about. And we've got Ashley Willis, and we'll be right back after these messages. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. You found the Michigan Corners where we talk about all things, meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. One of the people that brings so many great things to Michigan and helps us pull off some great events is Ashley Willis, CEO of Michigan Premier Events. And Ashley, in our last segment, we talked a little bit about some of your creativity. I have to tell you, I've been privileged to be involved with a lot of different events, and sometimes it's the big reveal. I know that we've done events where we've taken over wine caves and did the lighting a certain way. We've taken over barns and had an outdoor event and then opened the barn doors to a huge dance and an amazingly decorated facility. There's those kind of things that happen. And you really caught my attention when you talked about your creative side, because that's got to be really a big plus to people that are trying to plan events, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, back to the conversation about the floral arrangements and my creative side, once people kind of seen what I was bringing to the table with that, they were asking more of my services, you know, and these were a lot of business companies too. And so with that, I, you know, was able to expand my company and create it focused on corporate as well as associations and government because they were asking more for those skill sets and, you know, helping put their events together for 
their members or for their clients or to help raise sales within their company. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but you triggered another thought there with regard to associations, government, and corporate. Each one of those are different budgets, aren't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's got to drive you crazy. (laughs) Different budgets and then also different ways of hosting their events and different goals as well, too. Sure, sure. Well, and so what you found is that by having some of these creative elements that you offer, it also probably helped in that budget thing, but it gave you access to each of those three different areas. And so what were some of the big surprises early on as you kind of unfolded this company of yours and got things moving into such high gear? Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to the creative side, a lot of folks wanted, you know, their events to look and feel a certain way, especially for the audience. And so, you know, there's little elements that come with it and you have to be really strategic about and knowing what the goals of, you know, each of the clients, what they need. And so a lot of that came together. And then also, you know, the strategic part is like really the most important thing. I think that's what people love about the company is not just throwing on the event. It's about the strategic and the logistics that come with it and getting their return of investment. Well, when you say strategic, that's an interesting word when we come into events. And let's face it, when you're doing an event, and I'm sure you've been involved in some pretty big ones, but when you're spending $100,000 dollars $500,000 over a two- five-day period, all of a sudden being strategic about what are we doing this for? How are we justifying this kind of a corporate spend on these kind of elements? And so when you do that, actually, do you spend time with the leadership team trying to make sure that you're helping them hit their objectives or do they just kind of slap it down on the table and say, here's what we want to get done? No, we basically sit down with the leadership team, the key stakeholders that are involved, and we make sure that, you know, when we talk about return investment, we're not just talking about financially, but also just the goals of the company. And so a lot of times, you know, clients, they want like increase in sales for their products or they're looking to get more brand opportunities, or they're looking to build more partnerships with their sponsorships. And so all of those strategic logistics is what we sit down and we talk about and make a plan so that way when the event happens, all of those goals are being accomplished. And then after the event is done, things are still happening just from that event. Yeah, there's still benefits that continue to happen after is what you're saying. Absolutely. Especially with, you know, the donors and the sponsors and the speakers, you know, they don't just leave after the event or, you know, don't talk with the company anymore. There's other partnerships that are happening just because of that happened or meeting as well. Yeah. And so some of the elements, I guess you probably got to bend those plans and objectives in with the actual budget itself. I would think, you know, I'm always, you know, convicted of having champagne taste with a beer budget. And and I think that's some of the greatest challenges you must run into is trying to say, I love where you're going there, but you're talking about serious dollars. Do you sometimes have trouble making those connections with the clients and people that maybe are thinking big and bringing a few pennies to the table? Yeah. So when our clients are thinking big, we have to say, okay, well, do your funders understand this? And where are they at with this partnership? And how can they help your event with it having such a great initiative behind it? And so those are the kind of things that we talk about. We look at, you know, if they're thinking high, then we have to budget for that. And we have to think about how are we going to bring more funders to the table, especially if it's for a good cause. You know, it's all about the experience as well, too. The attendees that are there supporting for your cause, 
they have to know that their dollars are not only going for a cause, but it's going for an experience as well. And then that we're capturing them supporting this cause as well, too, because that's what they're there for. They're there to show themselves that they're for this initiative and they want to, whether you know, branding their name or branding their company, we have to make sure that all that strategic plan is being put together thoughtfully and it's done correctly. Well, and we're so glad that you're here in the greater Michigan area to be a part of that for so many different organizations. And we're glad you joined us today here on Michigan Corners. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero with Ashley Willis, and we'll be right back. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. This is the Michigan Corners, where we do all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. We're here on the Michigan Business Network, and we're also here with Ashley Willis, CEO of Michigan Premier Events. And Ashley, you know, this has been an interesting segment of our lives the last couple of years. The pandemic has really changed so much and so many different things that we've done. Matter of fact, I was sitting in church the other day and I remembered fondly a few years ago where we used to turn around and shake hands with everybody. Now we just all stare straight ahead. So everything has changed. And when we think about the pandemic, man, this has got to have been a major impact to your world. Tell us about some of the ways you're making it through and what you're finding along the way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, bring a great point with the pandemic. It really stopped the engagement with everyone, a lot of companies, a lot of associations, you know, they had to put everything on pause right there in March and for that almost entire year because they realized we didn't know what was going on and wanted to make sure that we can't really put anything together because the safety of everything. Right. And so what we found is the virtual side of things. We had to help a lot of companies learn the virtual side and let them know everything is okay. You know, how do we continue on with our sponsors, with our donors, so they can support and keep people engaged, but keep people engaged safely through the virtual space and really teaching those companies about that. Because a lot of companies, they were never ever in that space or they were in it for a little bit only for like meetings, but not really for that full engagement. And so we've done a lot of that. And then as we understood COVID and learned how to maintain it, you know, vaccines come out and we're learning to be safe within the engagement space, we really helped, you know, companies have their events safely. We even yeah. put some safety tips on our website for companies to oh. look at, a, you know, how to disinfect and making sure, you know, you're washing your hands and what are some ways, you know, we worked with the Michigan Oral Health Coalition. They just had their conference 
We had, you know, bands for them where it said, you know, six feet, hugs only, handshakes only, just to keep people not only safe, but they're comfortable and they don't feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think you just struck on something really interesting, actually, because it's not necessarily, I mean, there's so much information and I really don't want to go in the wrong direction down there about what's right or what's wrong. But you said make them feel comfortable and safe. And that's way different than the practicalities of what actually does make you safe. Because let's face it, if we bubble wrap the world and nobody ever left their house again, we'd all be safe. But it would really be a lousy life. And I think that's really what we have to figure out is how do we be as safe as we can in a reasonable risk, but also help people truly feel comfortable. And I think that's really what you're sharing with us right now. I need to ask you about this whole digital virtual meeting concept. So one of the things that I've noticed is that, and let me just convict myself of this. When my camera's off, I'm probably not paying attention. I'm off doing something else, balancing my checkbook, whatever it is, but I don't know if I'm my best for that meeting. And so I suppose that's the same as sitting in a large room and my head's buried in my phone doing text or whatever. But somewhere along the way, there's the notion of how do we make digital meetings effective? And is that something, are you still engaged in digital meetings in terms of trying to help people pull off events that are meaningful and doing great things in the digital space? Yeah, absolutely. The digital space made things a lot more convenient for folks. It made it a little bit more inclusive for folks because if you think about it, it's more of a broader outreach. We probably have met people more during the pandemic than we would if the pandemic never happened. So you don't have to travel. You can just be right on Zoom and meet with different people around the world, really. Yeah. And so it's really about that engagement piece and just keeping, you know, whoever's in that meeting space accountable. But the same techniques that you would use in a meeting in person, use those same techniques virtually. You know, if there's a person who is more of an extrovert who who is more of a talker, have them be the note taker because then people that are introverts have them speak more and call on their names more so that they can feel more engaged. Sure. I mean, there's those different approaches that you can do when it's in the virtual space with your meetings. Same approach as if you were in person, just use them, you know, virtually. And the virtual space, as I mentioned before, it's more about inclusive outreach. And so you're able to meet with people who probably would not travel tomorrow to meet with you. You have to schedule it out. Yeah. And yeah. that instant gratification there really helps wonder. Now on the other side of things, you're missing that human human connection. And so, you know, now that we're, you know, in this space of understanding things more, what the climate is and having more of that human human connection, we can still do that. And then also adding in the hybrid space. So if you have folks who are still just not comfortable being together and they just really prefer the virtual space, you can also have the hybrid where there can be virtual and in-person all together. And it just makes everyone feel more welcomed. And I think that's what we've learned. We missed everyone. And the most important thing is how do we come back together and how collaboration is just the most important thing. Well, I love it. Based on your comments about strategic concepts and how you work with the leadership, it strikes me as something that Michigan Premier Events would do with an organization that's headed down that path, how to be more effective with their digital meetings and even the hybrid meetings along the way. Well, I've taken lots of notes here. Really love the fact, actually, that you're with us here today. And so glad you tuned in to the Michigan Corner Show right here on the Michigan Business Network. We're going to go pay some bills and come right back. 
for something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. This is the Michigan Corner Show right here on the Michigan Business Network. Today with us, Ashley Willis, CEO of Michigan Premier Events, is with us. And she's telling us all about her experience and her abilities in terms of her organization, in terms of meetings and events and different things that they do right here in the Great Lakes State. And one of the things I think is exciting for us to think about, Ashley, is you mentioned national and international travel. That's got to be a new complexity to an organization like yours when you take things across international borders or you get into other states, different customs, different things. I remember one point in time we had a CEO that liked a certain kind of beer and they didn't serve it in the country we were in. So we ended up shipping a pallet of beer across the world to go. So we had (laughs) beer, right? You got to be kidding me, right? So those are the kind of things that happen. And of course, I think customs cause us all kinds of problems with those kind of things. But tell me, you mentioned international. Have you done some international work? Yeah, we have, and we actually have done one last year and with a company called Nyeka. And Nyeka, they work with communities in Uganda to provide comprehensive care for vulnerable children. So one of the things that they were trying to do was have their 20th year's anniversary. And they wanted to have, you know, all their key stakeholders involved who are all around the world, all in different countries. And so they came to us to help them put together, you know, their international event. And so that's something that we really cherish because, you know, it's about connecting people, connecting people who you really wouldn't see. And so we helped them put together their 20th anniversary, and we actually did it virtually, where we were able to host a very sophisticated, well-production event virtually, and where we were able to connect a lot of their funders and their donors in all parts of the world. And it was really great to see all of the engagement, people on their videos, you know, just seeing different people all around the world. We had virtual tables that they were able to sit at and interact with. It was just a really great experience. And then for them to also continue the funding to come in to help support children in Uganda and to have people from Uganda actually chat with people all over the world and present as if they were actually in a room. Isn't that something? You know, and when you think about the complexities of these different things, you know, it's a little bit, if you think about it, you get your mind wrapped around it and you start thinking about the miles and all the different things that are around the other side of the world. But again, once it leaves your building, it's probably not a lot different than it's in the building next door. I'm sure there's language barriers and different things that you've got to deal with. But I think one of the things that we run into is that, you know, different is different, but it doesn't mean it's overwhelming and it can't be done. It's just a matter of thinking through things a little bit differently. Well, I love the international aspects of this and your experience is just amazing and you've been around the country as well. But I'm a little selfish because I like to promote a Michigan. And I'm wondering, tell me about your thoughts on Michigan as a host site for meetings and events here in the state. Yeah, Michigan is a beautiful state. I mean, if you go on our website and our social media, we're always promoting Pure Michigan as our hashtag. You know, we say smooth sailing events because we're all about the lakes. We're all about promoting Michigan as a whole. 
Michigan has a lot of beautiful destinations, has a lot of beautiful hotels, a lot of beautiful venues. What we like to do is we like to see how different cities have different beautiful architects, different building styles, and we love having community-type events that are outside where buildings are the actual, you know, way of decorating for the event. You don't need decorations. You're just using the buildings. And so that's one thing that we really love about Michigan and how, you know, one of those destination sites in the United States that really sticks out as well. Mm, So true. You know, and as I think about our home base here in Lansing, I get so frustrated and I'm sure I'm just ignorant on terms of what the realities of this is. But, you know, we have a beautiful civic center downtown in Lansing. And my frustration is that I used to hold an event that had, you know, a number of people at it. It would be roughly uh, probably 750 room nights. And the Convention Visitor Bureau told me that that was worth in terms of total economic revenue, I think the number was over $2 million. Well, when you think about, you know, having that many room nights, you need hotels that can support a civic center like that. And it's just so frustrating to me that there really isn't a great deal of those kind of single large hotels downtown Lansing. When I think about all the associations that are statewide associations, and of course the capital right there, and they got the university and all the things that Lansing offers, I can't understand why we can't do a little bit better job of having a greater number of hotels that can handle those things. But when you get into conventions, sometimes you got to bus people around town. You got to do all kinds of different things, don't you, to make it all work? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you think about it, people are coming here from out of the area to be a part of that event. And so during their downtime, a lot of people want to have that experience of that area so they can go back and say, hey, you know, I got to go to these different areas. And so that travel component, being able to go from destination when you're, you know, on your downtime from that event, whether it's a conference, a summit, or, you know, just a full day program, you're able to have that travel experience because that creates that economic impact for that community. Yeah. Really critical as well, too. And hotels are critical as well because if you want people to come in, you have to have those areas for them to stay and to have that experience. Otherwise, it's just that they'll come to that space for a little bit and then they'll just go right back home. Well, it's all about making memories and doing the right things. And of course, you're helping us make some memories here today, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Michigan Corners. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Michigan
Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Corners right here on the Michigan Business Network, where we talk about all things, meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And Ashley Willis is helping us bring all kinds of things right here to the greater Michigan area because she's CEO of Michigan Premier Events. And so, Ashley, as I think about some of the opportunities that go on here, it's interesting how because of some of the creativity and different elements that kind of brought you to this business, that's so cool because so many people actually discover by accident the things they were meant to do in the world, you know? And so when I think about your background, it reminds me of somebody that I knew a number of years ago that actually spent time in the hotel business. And when I finally met her, she was quite high up in sales for a large uh, hotel complex in Hawaii. And uh, her whole point was, is that, look, I didn't go to school. I went uh, straight to this particular hotel chain and I went to work at the off hours. I did the midnight graveyard shift. I cleaned, helped the maids. I did all the jobs that nobody wanted to do. And I worked my way up And what happened was when those young people came out of college, after four years of their college, she had been four years working in the business and she was their supervisor. And so it was one of those things where everybody's looking for experience. And so tell me, are there opportunities for somebody that has a dream of doing similar work to what you're doing? Is there a way for them to plug in to an organization like yours or any opportunities at all? Yeah, absolutely. So here at Michigan Premier Events, we have roughly five people on our team from the event manager, project manager, also to the video person for our events because we like to capture all of our events. But we also have a really great internship program that we do every year. In this internship program, we reach out to different universities and colleges and they do a really great job giving us folks who they think would be really good fit for these internship programs. And what it is is a six-month program for someone to be on our team to get that hospitality experience with the, the events. And so a lot of these students, they don't know if they, you know, really want to be in this industry. And so we give that opportunity with a six-month program where they get right on board and they get that experience of, you know, putting the events together, meeting leaders in the community, going to the networking events, they're networking themselves. And then at the end of their internship program, they get this really nice plaque that they said they completed with Michigan Premier Events. You know, we've had interns who've stayed on board. One of our project manager has been on board with us for four years oh. from her internship, which is amazing. How cool is that? For a pandemic. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, our internship program is a really good community outreach for students because one, they're getting that engagement and networking because we are just focused on the business community, but it also gives them that first hands-on experience while they're studying hospitality sure. or get that hands-on experience. Well, I got to believe, you know, that internship turned into a PhD after she spends a couple of years in the pandemic world, right? <laughs> Oh, my word. Well, so as we think about these kind of scenarios, look, you've come into this with such creative and kind of self-service. I've seen you in action. You do such a great job. One of the questions I guess I have for you as I think about this is tell me, like we were talking about earlier, it's not about perfection. It's almost always about recovery. So my best example of that is uh, we had a program in Arizona one time. The mountains were there and we had some terrible clouds that were billowing up on the far side of the mountain and we had an outdoor event planned. And I went to my hotel people and I said, hey, you know, what are we doing with the storm that's coming? Oh, no, listen, I've been doing this for 25 years. Those clouds billow up like that and they just never pass the mountain. They never get here. So that's why we're here in the desert. So it's okay. Okay. And so about 10 minutes after it got started, 
those clouds didn't get the memo and they came roaring down that hill and wind tipped over tables, busted up glasses and everything else. And our crowd was such a great bunch. They went out and grabbed the tables, grabbed all the china and everything and moved it inside to make sure it wasn't going to get worse damage. And they ended up being so impressed with how we handled it. They gave us an open tab that night on the bar, but <laughs> which was, we hit them pretty hard, obviously. But, you know, the thing that I think is important is tell me about those things that you look up and you go, wow, how did we get there? How'd that happen? And how do you make up for that? Yeah, so when we're putting together these events, we always like to have our backup plans. Yeah. So especially if the event is outside. And for a perfect example, you know, one of our clients is the Michigan State Police, and they have their employee appreciation event. You know, about three to 400 people. It's in the outside tent right outside of their headquarters parking lot, you know. And the first thing that you have to think about is, one, you have to set that, do we need a rain date for that? Or two, is if we know that bad weather is coming, we need to have an inside strategy as well. And so that way, you know, if something like that happens, you know, you have that backup plan. Yeah. And so the kind of the things that we make sure of, because things do happen and you want to make sure your attendees are well accommodated and have that great experience because their experience is like your referral yes. for them to talk. Because if something does happen, you know, that's a perfect thing for someone to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's the old, they'll tell them all about the horror stories, won't they? Well, I'm sure there's no horror stories in your world. We're so glad you joined us today. So glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Michigan Corners. I'm Vic Vercero. We'll be right back. Place keeps changing, and successful companies recognize and embrace change through choice, adaptability, and innovation. DBI offers affordable furniture solutions for countless workspace options that will enhance the performance of your people and organization. DBI helps customers reach their workplace goals from improving worker effectiveness and innovation to brand expression. DBI is your office furniture partner. Learn more at dbiguess.com. This is our final segment here on the Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network with our good friend, Ashley Willis, CEO of Michigan Premier Events. And Ashley, I've really enjoyed our conversation, our little journey that we've had here. But, you know, one of the things is, is that you got involved in this business and are doing such a great job because there's certain things you're really good at and things you enjoy. So let me just see if what's some of the favorite things that you get to do and maybe some of the favorite events that you love the most. Yeah, so one of the favorite things that we do is we love putting together community events and we love putting together community programming. One of the things that we're really proud of is the partnership that we've done with Downtown Lansing, the Lift Up Local program. You know, as the founder of that, we've done that in 2019. Downtown Lansing loved it. And so we launched it in 2020 with Downtown Lansing where 
the community has the opportunity to help expose businesses by purchasing, you know, an item through a gift card that are ambassadors and promoting it all over. So to encourage people to support local, we've also helped with, you know, the Winterfest that was down there, you know, came up with that idea and it brought 3,000 people down during the winter time to enjoy themselves outdoors with ice sculptures and vendors and seeing that scenery. We've also hosted some Christmas events and then we also have put together some Collaborate Lansing networking events that we've had before the pandemic and during the pandemic to just really get the community together and to collaborate. We're having our coffee events that are coming back up, which is a nice networking event for professionals and business owners. And then we're also having a big event at the Lansing Center on October 11th called the Mid-Michigan Suppliers and Higher Diversity Summit, which is presented sponsored by PNC. And what that is doing is that's helping to diversify the workforce in the workplace and the supply chain. So we're going to have exhibitors there who are companies that are looking to hire, but then also have a procurement program with their supply chain. And they're also going to have a lot of great panel discussions with some very distinguished leaders talking about the importance, one, of a diverse workforce, two, we're going to have small business owners talking about their journey in business. And then also we're going to have that sports to business panel discussion about some athletes who took their sports, you know, way of doing things and turning it in and using that same analogy to business. Oh, wow. Is there a charge for that event for folks walking up? Yeah, there is a charge for that event. And then there's also the exhibitor space is still open. So if there's companies that are looking to wanting to be an exhibitor and then also sponsorship opportunities too. Sure. And tell me about if I'm an exhibitor, am I looking to hire people there? Is that probably why I'd be there? Yeah, so you're looking to hire or if you have procurement program for your supply chain, if you're looking to get more vendors. And then if you're a sponsor, you also get to be an exhibitor as well, too. Okay. Well, hey, and we're going to wrap up here. Before I do it, I'm going to ask you about your greatest triumph and your greatest failure in your current position. So we've all had failures. Tell me, what was the greatest failure? I really don't know. Well, sometimes our greatest failures become our greatest triumph. And so tell me about, is there anything that went from south all of a sudden, as they say, pull the pan out of the fire and all of a sudden had a triumph? Yeah, I think our triumph was just during the pandemic of, you know, us helping companies just go through the pandemic and keeping that engagement. But I think the biggest failure is we probably should have read more. (laughs) (laughs) You know, digital world now, we don't really think about, uh, you know, opening up a book. I think, you know, exercising our mind, the mental space. Love I it. think Reformer has been one of my biggest failures, and I really need to get back on that. Well, that's honesty right there, so I appreciate that. Listen, actually, I think you are taking more clients, and I, sometimes organizations have capacity problems, but it sounds like you are truly one of the busiest people I know because of being a mom and being a business owner and all the things that go with that. But tell me, how do people get a hold of you? How do they find you to get in contact and let you work your magic on them? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go right onto our website at www.michiganpremiereevents.com. We are on almost every social media channel, just at Michigan Premier Events, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it. But yeah, you can get us right on there. And then my personal email address is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, at MichiganPremierEvents.com. Well, Ashley, like I said, I've had the privilege of watching you in action as we build the John Smoltz Strikeout Baseball Stadium in downtown Lansing. And of course, I've watched some of your capable ways of doing things. And I can just tell you that any organization that is looking for somebody to help get them from point A to point B on their meetings and events Clearly, Michigan Premier Events would be the place to call, and you at the helm gives me great confidence. It's going to be a great event. So, Ashley, thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate you. 
Thanks, Vic. We appreciate the fact that you tuned in to the Michigan Corners, and we love to bring you messages and programs and examples of people in Michigan that are doing great things on all events, meetings, festivals, and tourism right here in the Great Lakes State. This is the Michigan Business Network. Can't wait to see you throughout Michigan Corners. Michigan.